In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan, and Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Joman! Hello everyone and welcome to episode 293 of the Car Joe Mez Podcast. I'm Mez and my co-host as always is... I'm Joe of the Car Joe Mez Podcast and Gomez don't even ask me how I'm what? doing. Oh no, why not? Because you're very busy hitting the breaking news music. Oh snap. Breaking news. What's happening Joe? What's going on? Folks, this is Joe from the Car Jomez podcast recording live here from the NBA playoffs. All of them. I'm here right in the middle of them. You guys know me as the nobleman of the NBA, and I'm here to tell you that our double main man, the official basketball player of the Car Jomez podcast, Donovan Mitchell, has been injured. Thank God. Good. Fuck him, bro. Bro, he's playing the Mavericks. I'm all in, bro. The Mavericks can win the championship, bro. You don't understand. I'm going crazy. Donovan Mitchell, fuck off, bro. Get out of here. This is... How dare you? I've had enough of him. He's the official... He's the only basketball player we follow on Twitter and Instagram. Well, we're going to change this. We're going to start following other people. Or we just unfollow him until the series is over. Then we can follow him again. How's that sound? No. He's our guy. I understand. I like him. I do like him. Just not this week. Not last week. I can't, Joe. I can't. I didn't even know he was playing the Mavericks. Yes. Playing the Mavericks. He's down 3-2 the way the good Lord intended. This is it. It's over. That's why. He's not really hurt. He's scared. What a dramatic turn of events here. This wasn't the reaction I was planning on. (laughs) Uh, well, I don't want to see it. I, really, I don't want to see him get hurt. I just want to see him lose. So you probably you probably put some slippery substance on the floor so he I mean, jack I'm, up his knee. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say I haven't been doing like some juju shit to the TV. Yeah, way, you know? way, to, way to go, Tanya Harding. <laughs> but maybe I was aiming for someone else, and he got you know the crosshairs. It happens. I, I don't believe so. Collateral damage, bro. Shit happens, bro. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to have to sneak over to the Utah Jazz training facility and oh. slip them a bottle, all of them, a bottle of Michael's secret stuff. No, we don't want that. No can do, Skip. <laughs> oh, uh, Gomez, I... well, tell me tell me about the NBA playoffs a little bit so far. We, we've spoken about it a little. I know I know the Brooklyn Nets. They got eliminated. They got swept. swept. I, I bet them last night. I go, there's no way. KD and Kyrie cannot get swept. I got to put some money down on this game. Oh, a fool I was, bro. It's a good thing this is a highly profitable podcast Ooh. that you you can spare them shekels. 
As soon as I placed that bet, the fucking money got set on fire. They just, <laughs> they got their ass beat the whole game. They came back a little at the end, but they can never really get that last kind of, they can never make a stop. Anytime they had a run and they were doing good, they got no type of defense and they just terrible. And let me tell you, that game yesterday, the re- you ever see a game where you're like, yo, they really don't want the Nets to lose this game tonight. Because that was a game last night. And they still lost. Oh, it's You know, it's funny, funny you say that. Because I actually just watched the game exactly like that on the hit HBO show Winning Time. When Magic, oh. when Magic Johnson goes into Boston for the first time. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. So you, that's good. You've been watching? So I, I got my HBO back, finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I was looking around, and winning time was on the front page. And I see a lot of people talking about it, saying good things, being nice. And I said, okay, it, it, I didn't hate it. But, you know, it's it's been long enough. I didn't feel the need to rush to it. Let me put it on and see how I'm feeling. I So I picked up at episode three. And now I'm super into it. Finally, it's they, so good. Finally, they got to the basketball, and I'm like, "Oh my god, thank God!" Because we got Riley now. And I got to be honest, I think of myself as a knowledgeable sports fan, and I may underplay a little my knowledge of basketball. But I, I, I am a basketball sure. fan. You know, whatever. Yes. I'm not the hardest of core basketball no. fans, but sure. I had no idea that this coach ever existed. <laughs> I have never heard the story of this coach. Uh, was it Jack McKinney? Yes, and Paul. Yeah, and and Paul Westhead. I have never like I've heard of Paul Westhead. I've heard of Westhead. Yes, yes, West. We've heard of him, but I have never even heard of this coach and how like how he plugs. I had to Wikipedia Crazy. him to see this was real, and I'm like, wait a minute, that this fucking guy's gonna get. Hit on a bicycle and then insane. The, the real story is even crazier than if he a car would have hit him. It's so crazy. We were just sitting there going, because he's riding a bike, and you're like, oh no, what's gonna happen yes, to this it, guy? It, it, basically, the Jaws music is playing, so you it's know, like, it's like everything's too happy, everything's nice. No, and it's then, quite <laughs> obvious the jig is up somewhere. So we're like, oh, then he almost gets hit by a car. We're like, oh no. And then his just bike falls apart. <laughs> it's insane. His bike just breaks and he goes flying, face plants across the concrete. Insane. I had no idea. I had no clue. I was what? like, this is wild. So what a swerve in the story. I I honestly I couldn't believe it because like at, you would think at the very least. It would have been something I would have heard about at some point, you know, like I got, but maybe we did and we just forget it because you know who cares? Eighties Lakers, like like Riley is such a big name. Pat Riley, I think that's why. I think such a big name, like we think Riley overshadowed the story. It's just like yes, I think. Thank God we got this Pat Riley, Riley and the Lakers, crazy. So the winning time's been great. I've been loving it. It's been in the news. It got picked up for season two. That's great news. Uh, People been complaining about it. That's in the news all the time. What are they Jerry complaining? West, oh, be, Jerry I know, West I, is I complaining. Saw Jerry West is bitching. Kareem is complaining. But let's see. Everyone seems to be complaining about it. But, but I here's heard. Here's my thing. Yeah. If this is not a documentary. Exactly. Is, you can do whatever you want. This is a drama TV series. He's like, post a retraction. Motherfucker, it's a fake story. Like, what are we doing? It's just because we're alive. But what do you think? 
every fucking Abe Lincoln movie is exactly like Abe Lincoln was? No, they got it right from the horse's mouth. (laughs) So people have been complaining, but I heard, so there's this Magic Johnson documentary. Did you know about this? It's like, no, I did not. It's like it's on uh, Apple, I think Apple Plus, maybe I could be wrong. It's out it's, already, or it's coming. Yes, out? it's it's out already. Okay, there's four parts. It's kind of like the Jordan doc, you know, but okay. Magic Johnson style. And so I heard a podcast talking about it the other day, and they were like, "Bro, all these people complaining, saying that this ain't what happened." I'm watching this documentary, and everything they say is what's happening on Winning Time. So what are we complaining about? Even it's, better. People just don't like their name out there. That's calling itself a documentary, right? Yeah. And it's basically the same shit. The only thing they say is what everyone says is Jerry West is not as Jerry West is turned up to 11. He's crazy, but not like that. Like, that's too much. Unbelievable. And uh, the ratings have been good, apparently. Also, every week, the ratings have gained more and more. This is a show that's uh, been catching on. If this was a, a one weekend drop, I mean, come on. This is why this shows right here. See now, here's my thing with ratings. I don't know I, how they work, especially and HBO. that's what I was gonna say, especially, especially on a, HBO. A paid yeah. service. You know, like that was the thing. Like, when no one ever gave a shit about the ratings of the Sopranos. You know what I mean? Yes, because it's true. You're paying to get HBO, so they've already got your money. It's, I agree. And oh, plus, I'm I don't sure know. they can track how many people are watching the show, but like, but I, I guess it like Netflix by comparison. Ten- but with Netflix, ten you watched it for ten seconds. That counts as a view. Like it's like yeah. See, I don't know now. That's the problem. All these companies, they have no incentive to and tell they, us. I was just truth. about to say there, there's no <laughs> reason for them to come out and hand us over this information. So every every new Netflix movie is the number one Netflix movie, number one watch. You know, it's it's insane. It's it's <laughs> but, like people on YouTube who just keep hitting replay on their own videos. Not me, <laughs> oh. for instance. Not me on YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes, but the other food reviewers like Review Bra. A million views for him, a boring ass motherfucker eating a cheeseburger. Get lost. Go put some gas in your car and get lost for a view, brah. What, uh, you got any uh, new videos up there on that YouTube, Joe? Oh my goodness, Gomez. You know what's up is the Pepsi and IHOP maple oh, syrup flavored cola. That's up. I haven't watched uh, it yet. Oh, by man, the time, I'm actually, this Thursday, well, the day this uh, episode will release. I will have the Sonic bacon Ooh. on bacon double quarter pound uh, cheeseburger. I, mean, I didn't even know of... this was a thing. So here I was watching ads on Hulu. I get one for Sonic. Now you likes we just we we've been talking about Sonic recently. You, you yeah. went there and they brought back the brownie batter shake yep. and the yellow cake batter. Yes, now, sir. I don't think of Sonic as like food. You know what I mean? When I go to Sonic, I th- to me Sonic is like Dairy Queen. When it pops in my mind, I'm thinking dessert stuffs. You, you know what I mean? But I I agree. That's the first thing I think of. But I will get. They got a banging pretzel. I get some mozzarella sticks, some poppers. I think of it more like a snacky, like, oh, let's get some picky food and stuff oh, like that. Oh, I don't that. even do that. Like, I'll go yeah. through the drive-thru, get a blizzard, and take off. Oh, no. Like, I'll get, like, especially Dairy Queen, they got cheese curds. Oh, well, baby. From the story, the plot here is about to thicken. <laughs> oh, baby. So, I see an ad, Sonic's promoting this bacon-on-bacon double-quarter-pound cheeseburger. So I'm like, well, this is this is something I need to try out. Yeah. So I I went and did it. And as I was doing the video, 
I talk, I even talk about comparing it, I think of Sonic like a Dairy Queen because it's always dessert on my mind. The number one thing is dessert, yeah. Absolutely. And then, wouldn't you fucking know it? Because they hear you. They're always fucking listening and paying attention to what you're doing. So the next ad I got on the commercial break was fucking Dairy Queen has five (laughs) different stack burgers out right now. Oh, really? So we're gonna we got the Sonic one is already scheduled to be out this Thursday, and I will be checking out some of these Dairy Queen stack burgers that they have because now I gotta check these out too. Once again, I don't think of Dairy Queen. I've eaten at Dairy Queen. I don't think I ever had real food at Sonic before this, but I have eaten at Dairy Queen before, but I was like a kid, you know, so I don't really remember it. So we're gonna go check out some of their offerings and have a good time with it. And that'll be all up on youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. I'm sad though because I n- I never saw that ad for that burger you're talking about. I got an ad from Sonic the other day. It's like some pickle burger. It's like I believe pickles, that's brand new, like yeah, brand brand pickles, new. Pickle sauce, fried pickles, extra. Pi- it's like got four different kind of pickles. I was like, oh, well, that's good. Guess who's got to make a return trip to Sonic now? See, so Dairy Queen is always definitely. I go and I just get a a Blizzard once in a while. I'll get a cheese curd or pretzel. They got good pretzels. But Sonic, I will always get something besides the dessert. Something snacky. Even burgers. Kelly likes the burgers. They come on Texas toast. Some oh. of them. That's nice. Something different. They got yeah. this um this hot dog that comes on a pretzel bun with cheese and bacon. It's very nice. They got some good stuff. Don't sleep on Sonic, baby. Well, apparently I have been. So, you know, now I've I've had that box has been opened. I don't think we can ever close it up again. I'll be checking out Sonic a little bit more and some of their menu items, especially they got something new now again. Uh, the pickle it. burger thing. I will go try that out. I'm always looking for content for YouTube. If there's something you want to see me try out, feel free to slide into the DMs at Jomez anywhere on social media, Instagram, Twitter. Send us an email at Jomez at gmail.com. And remember... To subscribe to this podcast, wherever it is that you listen to it, leave a five-star review wherever it is that you listen to it. Screenshot it, tweet it to us at Card Jomez, and you can possibly win an autographed 8x10 from both Gomez and I as a token of our appreciation for listening to this wonderful, wonderful podcast. So, Gomez, we got a little bit off topic, but any, any big... Uh, prizes in the nba playoffs so far but besides the nets just getting swept and taking oh just the the swept the sweep was a surprise but i mean boston is is pretty damn good um surprises no we've had some injuries um oh no the bucks i believe uh chris middleton is hurt out for a couple weeks that's not so good for our hometown bucks um, and they are the defending champions, correct? They are the defending champions. Yes. This is why a lot of people are getting hurt. A lot of teams ain't looking so good. This is why I'm so like, I'm I, the Mavs can do it. This is the year. The number one seed, the Phoenix Suns, they lost Devin Booker. So when the Mavs finish off these uh, these bum ass Jazz, now you just said Devin Booker got hurt two yes. weeks ago or so. When you said the Phoenix Suns were the top team in the league and yes. Devin Booker was like their their top guy, he's their main eventer. Yes, he is. And he's hurt. He's hurt long term. He's he's hurt for at least two to three weeks. He pulled like a calf or something in one of the games. They might not this even is why, win. This yeah. is why you don't exercise, folks. When when you have all these muscles, you you give yourself the opportunity to pull them. Not like me. You can't pull fat. <laughs> 
but you got he but he's someone who needs to use his muscles so i mean he can't just and i don't but you use different muscles. You're I'm using... here for pliability. That's what you're I'm You're more like for. upper body, you know. You got No, the... well, it's an upper body business, but I'm yes. like the facilitator of flexibility is how I think of myself. Upper body business. Who's got the best legs in the business since we don't really best look at legs? Best legs in the business? I So I always thought Taz had good legs. Okay. Which is why he would wear that cut singlet with, you know, no legs on it. Yeah. You don't do that if you have bad legs. Sure, I get it. Uh, which is why our our pal, I actually helped design his gear, Reggae Dones. Oh, yes. He's, he's, he's got, got nice good legs. legs. He does, and yes. His, his original gear was like a traditional singlet. Yes, now it's and, like an undie thing, right? And I that was all yeah. because I, I was like, bro, look, like, look at your legs. Show They're it off, fucking baby. Great. Show it like, off. Do not hide those. Yeah, show that if body, you have, baby. If you have a feature, you have to show it off. Yes. There are not a lot of guys with good legs. That's why you see so many skinny guys in, t- in long tights. Interesting. That's I'm interested. All right. Could you say that? I was like, oh, it made me think. I was like, oh, you know, that's funny. Like you ain't gonna see Christian putting on fucking trunks anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, you can tell he's long and slender there. All right. Oh, why? Why does no one work their legs? Wouldn't that give them more upper body strength? business, pal? Upper what body about business. But strength and stuff, the right? Upper body business. <laughs> you get core strength from below, don't you? Chest and shoulders. That's it. <laughs> The only two things Don Morocco ever exercised. Well, yes, he's got that big barrel. Yeah, Don Morocco is like to me. That's what a pro wrestler should look like: that giant, big, big fucking Just shoulders and traps and the barrel chest. chest. <laughs> Wide ass bastard. Yeah, too, too many guys today look like underwear models posing as wrestlers. Like they just. That one lounge shot where they can suck in their abs as much as possible. There's a lot the- of. A lot of ab work going on these yeah. days in wrestling. A lot and, and of listen, ab work. I, I appreciate the guys who have that kind oh, of dedication listen, to their diets sure. and bodies. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I most certainly don't. But I like a look we is only part to. of it. If you can't do anything with it, then like, what's the point? Yeah. We won't name names, but there's plenty of people who look like a million fucking bucks. But bro, I don't. There are a lot of guys wrestling. where I sit and watch wrestling sometimes, and I go, "What a waste of a body." It's the truth. Because if I had that body, I would have been on TV uh, every Monday night for the past <laughs> 17 years. <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> yeah, so basketball has been fun. It's uh, The games have been close, but the, the teams that are supposed to win have been winning. Okay. So, so we're yeah. going chalk so far. We're going chalk. I have to ask you about hockey here, Joe. A couple months ago, I made a bet, right? I made my bet. And because I made this bet, I've actually been following hockey a little bit. Let's do that hockey. So the Hurricanes, the Carolina Hurricanes, I made a bet that either the Penguins or the Rangers would catch them. At one point, the Rangers did tie them. I got very excited. They're playing tonight. They're playing right as we speak. So I think they're four points back. Uh, so this is big. Um, I remember you saying I was going to lose the bet because the Hurricanes were so legit, right? They were. So I good. thought the Hurricanes were very good all year. Yeah. Are they not so good? Because since the Rangers, no, are they're right still there, good. So here's what happened. Are the Rangers really good? No, but caveat. Okay. What's happened? Because I'm very confused. Because I haven't been following, just following standings, so not really games. I have been very unimpressed with the Rangers all season. Okay. Except for one thing. Hmm. They have the best goalie in the league. I love it. Where's that king, bro? Where'd that king go? He, he, yeah, we they forgot all about him now. Now it's Czar Igor. 
Igor Shostarkin, best goalie in the league. Not only, like, I mean, he's basically a shoe in for the Vezina Trophy, which is the best goalie award for this year. Crazy. Not only that, though, he has serious consideration for the Hart Memorial Trophy, which is the league MVP. That's ridiculous. Jesus. This guy is posting about a 940 save percentage. He's gone. He's dipped a little bit of late, yeah. but he's still in the 930s. But it's just otherworldly. And like an, an average, uh, above average NHL, like a top tier starting goalie will post about a 920-ish uh, save percentage. This guy is throwing up a 940. So it hides a lot of the warts. Okay. Also, the Rangers were active at the trade deadline, made a couple of good trades that have supplemented their roster really well. Okay. So they're looking really good. The Penguins, however, it's like the yeah. fish. They Not were there so close. good, Al. They were close. The, the Rangers, the three of them were like neck and neck, and all of a sudden I've seen the Penguins have kind of the Penguins slowed down. The Penguins right now look to be playing for – um, just you know, two extra home playoff games on the ledger this year. Oh man, that's that's sad. But yeah, happens, like you said, you can't be greedy. It happens. No, and, and you can't. Like it's you look at it and you're like, wow, that sucks. But I think really what it is too with the Penguins is now this is an older team. You know, the core sure. is old. This is the same core that won in 2009. That's and- crazy. Yeah. And you're still talking about them competing at a high level and still qualifying for the playoffs. I mean, that's they never great. get they never get good draft picks, right? They, I mean, they ha- basically haven't even had a first round draft pick in a hundred years because they keep trading it away at the deadline every year to get some something else, some other to piece keep it going. Yeah, but you know, because when you have two legitimately all time great yeah. players, you got to take win. advantage of that window while you have it. And 100%. we've kind of been in this circle for the last three, four years now with the Penguins where you say, is this it? Is this the last year? Is, is the window closing? Should they move on from one of these guys? And they keep coming back and they keep putting a run together and they keep making the playoffs. So it's like you want to give these guys the opportunity sure, you to do know. something else yeah. great in this uniform. Mm-hmm. But at what point do you hold on to these guys too long? Similar to what the Phillies did. You know, after they won the World Series in 08, they held on to the Utleys and the Rollins and the Ryan Howards and Ryan the Victorinos. <laughs> and, you know, it just it ended up being, you know, a, you know, a, a burn unit of guys who couldn't even stand up anymore. Do you see Crosby and Malkin playing for another team? Crosby, definitely no. I figured no for Crosby, yes. I figured they would do everything to keep him. Malkin, well, Crosby's still under contract for three more years. Malkin and Chris Letang, however, Chris Letang Mm. is like their number one defenseman, possibly, if not already, he's the greatest defenseman in team history. Um, They're both unrestricted free agents at the end of the year. Ooh, this year. And seeing as how the Penguins are always basically right up against the salary cap, and it's only going up by another million dollars next year. That's crazy. There are some real tough decisions to be made with this roster. Mm. Because Malkin is making, I believe, nine this year. I think Latang is making six, and he's going to want a big raise. It, it gets to the point where you can't justify giving these guys. I mean, Malkin, you could probably make uh, an argument for that he'll age better. You know, if you give him a three-year deal, it may be like a, a $7 million a year cap hit. That's still high, but 
it may work. Letang, I don't know how much you can keep riding this guy because he's played so many minutes. And even in the playoffs, he'll play 30 minutes a game. You know, it's half the game. It's insane. (laughs) You know, he's only getting older. But this year, he's having a a fantastic year up until recently where it looks like the legs just got a little old yeah. near the end of the season and what happens is right you get old quick right you yes. look good you look good and all of a sudden you don't look good like, yeah i mean how many so. guys have the mets traded for like that the roberto alomar oh, we Mo get excited Vons. all the time they had a great year last year oh what my we, god how what did we trade? get him what? we got carlos Baerga, guys fucking suckers every time bro has it has that trade worked out how many of those trades have worked out where the mets get someone for, for someone else where it's very close <laughs> I, I'm trying to think who who who's it worked out for? John Olerud is that Olerud? The John that... Olerud one did work out very well. Right? That's that's why he was around for a while. But he still that maintained. was because Toronto was like he's done, he's washed, he lost it, and then he came to the Mets and put up like three fantastic years. With yeah, team. like I'm trying to think like who, and that was a long time ago, bro. <laughs> We've made a lot of trades. Olerud would have been what ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. Because he wasn't on the 2000 team. That was Todd Zeal. Remember Todd Zeal hit the ball off the wall and Timo didn't fucking run? Never forget it, bro. How can we forget it? Todd Zeal, Uh, I love you, question. Trivia question. Uh, Gomez, hit the trivia music. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, trivia music, bro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think everybody listening to this by now knows that whenever i say gomez hit the whatever music that's just me giving gomez more work to do and that obviously nothing planned or anything but now he's just like you son of a bitch now i gotta find something that works that we all pop for like there was know? one time like i just said gomez hit my he-man music and he's like he didn't even know what to put well, I, and, and then i didn't know what he used until i got to listen to the episode when it released Boy, it popped you, didn't it? Whatever I found, it was great. And what did I say a couple weeks ago? Our genie predictor music, and I I waited to see what you were going to put. It was just Sabu's music. Because I was looking up genie music, and it all sounded similar to Sabu. And I said, why the fuck don't I just play Sabu? Because he'll lose his mind. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Gomez, the trivia question of the day is brought to you by... Marlboro Lights. Mm. Thank you for years and years of smooth pleasure. (laughs) Gomez, do you remember who the Mets traded to the Toronto Blue Jays for John Olerud? You have 10 seconds on the clock. So this would be what, 95, 96-ish, right? Who the fuck do we send? Was that a... No, it wouldn't be that time, right? It's not. It's not David Cohn, right? What time? No, David Cohn was traded in 1992 for the package of Jeff Kent and Ryan Thompson. Jeff Kent, that's who. I was like, who, who, who we sent packing to the Blue Jay? There we go, Jeff Kent. God bless. I'm not sure who we traded in '90s. I'm trying to think of a Blue Jays. I'm not a. I will guarantee you don't get this. Okay, then who is it? The answer is Robert Person. He was a pitcher. Oh my goodness, what a trivia question. <laughs> I mean, I knew it. Sure. But like I'm, I'm nuts, so yeah, that's okay. I was wondering, I was like, I was hoping I was like, oh, who betrayed? Robert so, Person. Yeah, Robert Robert Person. 
I had to find music for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh the Mets, speaking of the Mets, bro, our Mets are looking good, bro. I think all of baseball is looking good. Have you watched a lot of base? I don't mean just the Mets. The Mets are looking very good, obviously, but just baseball in a general sense. Have you been paying attention? I pay attention because we do a 13 run pool and like fuck I forgot every- all about that. Am I winning? No, no I, I think I have the Cincinnati Reds, so I'm probably I don't you're think they scored the bottom. This season. You're yeah. towards the bottom, but even the bottom, like I think there's two or three people that have ten of the runs already, like ten oh, geez. spots filled, but then there's six with nine, ten with eight. Like everybody is scoring and like, and then me with up. the Reds with who's only crossed <laughs> off zero. You got like like four or five. It's it's been bad. There's well, the Reds just teams. they just finally broke an eleven game losing streak. Wow. So they couldn't have been scoring many runs there. For all of you who don't know, a 13-run pool is you get a bunch of your friends. You try to get one to represent every team in the league. You randomize the teams. And your team has to score. Every, final score has to be everything from 0 to 13. And whoever crosses off all the numbers first wins the pot. Yes, it's fun because it makes you, it gives you a rooting interest. Yes, because it's always some random ass team. Last year I was rooting for the fucking uh, who would I have? I had the Giants, I think. This year I'm rooting for the fucking Pirates. Like, what am I doing? Oh yeah, you're, you're done. You're like <laughs> I'm me. So finished. Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> I had the Reds last year. To you, yeah. man. These teams, they just so Gomez. Here's a so I and I've been paying a lot of attention to baseball, which is kind of where my my entertainment hours have been going. Of course. Um, scoring. Now, there's some games where we've had some high run totals and such, but uh, not a lot of home runs going on this year. Yes, I'll say there's only, I think, two teams have scored 13, a couple of 10, but it's mostly been a lot of fives and sixes. I, I see think a lot the of Cubs nights. put up a 21 spot the other day. Yes, the Cubs won 21 nothing <laughs> against my Pirates. Say, hey, yes. how you doing? <laughs> 21 like you you figure in a in a in a game like that the pirates could have at least gotten some garbage runs from the cubs just not giving a fuck the last couple innings i can't imagine that pitch is fucking sweat like just you couldn't couldn't hit a six spot at the end there like nope not like just throw strikes and get the game over with (laughs) i can't believe they kept scoring runs i would have been like all right makes the game longer i just want to go home already like just fucking swings (laughs) No, you got to give people the all nine innings that they paid for. Yes, I know. But this is, hey, unwritten rules. You don't stop till the game's done. But, yeah, this seems to be a thing in baseball this year. Home runs pretty down. And I've been noticing that just from the games I've been watching. You know, like we had Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had a three-home run game at Yankee Stadium maybe like a week and a half ago or so. But, like, you're not seeing, like, you know, some guy just go off on a really big hot streak, a homer streak or anything so far. And uh, I actually been looking into it and I've been Ken Rosenthal was writing about it. Uh, all these national writers have taken up this case. There apparently is something with the ball now, because after the home run surge a couple of years ago, MLB decided to come up with a, a new ball that was, quote unquote, like less juiced. And last year, they were supposed to implement the ball. They weren't able to make enough in time. So last year, they actually used two different balls, one of the less juiced version and one of the same version from the year before. They were basically mixed in the 
mixed in there. How do you allow that? I don't even understand how you would allow that. That's insane to me. <laughs> because it was a supply chain issue. That's crazy. <sighs> Not even Major League Baseball can get their goods and services delivered on time. So crazy. But this year, they finally have enough product to support with the the denser ball that doesn't travel as well. And we're we're in a home run drought. How are how's the pitching though? Are like strikeouts up? Are they like it's like are people killing it with the ERAs? Are they just getting ground balls now instead of home so runs? Like what? I will say from from how it appears to me because I play in this league where you pick five teams to win each day. That's it, just five teams to win, and you get certain bonuses depending on how many strikeouts your teams get, how many home runs they hit, how many runs they win by. And I will say it feels like there's less strikeouts to me because okay. it used to be like every day you would hit that strikeout bonus. And this year I haven't been hitting it all that much, if at all, yet the data seems to support that strikeouts are staying relatively the same. Interesting. So just the eye test here from just me watching I seem to be uh, getting a little something different than the data actually says. Interesting. I trust your eyes, bro. You're watching. I, I trust it. Yep. Interesting. That's good. But, yeah, the Mets are doing very well. Coming off a big come-from-behind win with two outs in the ninth in St. Louis. Five unearned runs with two outs in the ninth. Very exciting. And it's making baseball very fun to me. I'm sure that's still April. I'm sure six weeks from now they will be on the middle of a 16-game losing streak and the season will be over and we'll want to hang ourselves because that's what they do to us. Whenever the Mets give you enough opportunity to get excited about something, they're just giving you the old oop-de-oop to bring you back down. You ain't lying, bro, because uh, that's what they do. Every, yeah. How many times have we been excited? Oh, come on, it's September, we're good. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're up seven games. There's only 17 left to play. What could go wrong? Everything. 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 <laughs> oh. uh, but aside from that, I've been playing a little uh, MLB The Show. Oh, I have been too. Yes, it's free on the Xbox if you have the Game Pass. So I uh, downloaded that again, of course. Love it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's fun. I'm glad they fixed the road to the show mode. That's my favorite mode that I play 99.9% of the time when I'm playing that game. Oh, yeah. I do also enjoy challenge of the week. So every now and then just to break the monotony, I'll play some challenge of the week. I always forget about that. But yes, I did like that when I played it last year. I do. That's challenge of the week. Oh, thank you for reminding me. Because I'm like, oh, you know, I wish I could do something else here. Like, I after a while, I pitch, I pitch, I pitch. I'm like, yeah. oh, I wonder if there's something else I could do here besides, you know, make a, a jersey. <laughs> but uh, other than that, I've been watching some TV. I haven't, I haven't gotten to see any movies. I know there's a lot of movies out right now. And obviously, what is it, next week, we'll be going to the movies to see Mr. Strange. I got my Mr. Strange uh tickets for friday morning i'll be there can't wait you know what's him. funny about mr strange it started off as a joke just because we said his name wrong years yeah. ago yeah and and now he really does deserve to be demoted to mr after the way he's he's held time and space together with all his chicanery and ruining the the metaverse and shit he's not a doctor no more all right that's number one number two uh he ain't the sorcerer supreme no more so, like, 
Fuck out of here. You just some dude. You just Mr. Strange over there. You Mr. Strange, friend of Dr. Wong. That's it. What's up, Wong? How you doing, (laughs) Professor Wong? Yeah. (laughs) You get all the accolades. (laughs) Not a lot leaked from that. I mean, Marvel's been pretty good um, over the past couple years with defending their secrets and stuff until the movies get out. Uh, But I'm excited for it. And I feel like there is stuff out there right now that I want that I want to see, but I'm not overly excited to really force myself out and into the public to go see. But it's still good that you're interested in some stuff. That's good. Yeah, that like I have some stuff to watch eventually when it like comes. I'll, to I'll the go video. see Fantastic Beasts. You know what I mean? Like I was, I'll, I'll go see Sonic. It's just that, do I really want it, or do I want to spend some time playing? And they'll be the show instead. It's do that, I want to put pants on, or do I want to just sit on this couch naked, just hitting a baseball in a video game? I get it, bro. Yeah, that's really where I'm at, and I feel bad about that. But I have watched a little TV. I already talked that I've been watching Winning Time and catching up on that. I've also I'm all caught up on Young Rock. Is Young Rock oh. on your radar, Gomez? So we watched a couple episodes when it first came out, and we liked it, but it wasn't anything that we, you know, kept up on. But I can uh, see that. I know it's a second season, right? And I mean, I guess it's doing good. Two seasons. It, it I, has to be if it's getting. Re- it's you know, it's an NBC show, so yeah. you know, it, it, these big networks aren't just letting stuff hang out for the sake of it. How yeah. insane is it to think about? That this is the guy that in 1997, the whole world was chanting, die, Rocky, die. Not only is he one of the most influential wrestlers of all time, but then he went on to be the biggest movie star in the world. And now he has a a weekly network sitcom based on his life, his early life. His little kids, that's their full house. That's their family matters. It's fucking Young Rock, which is crazy to think about. Uh. I, I'm not going to sit here and say it's the greatest show, but I do find it to be entertaining, especially as a wrestling fan. Especially like there's it's, so it's many Easter things, eggs right? for you to yeah. go and point out, be like, oh, there's Bam Bam Bigelow. And oh, he's working in Memphis, right? He's wrestling Jeff Jarrett. Why? That oh, guy looks cool. exactly like Jeff Jarrett. So that's cool. I've always, uh, I've, I've heard people talk about it, but not a lot of people talk about it. Like I hear here and there. It's not something I, like I forget. Like I was like, oh yeah, like I've heard you guys were talking about. It. I was like, oh yeah, Young Rock. That's, it's one of those shows that is very almost polite. Like it comes in, it's just very calm. It's very inoffensive. It's just a pure family couple yeah. of laughs. Very easy watch, but nothing that's really going to like actually grab you and keep you enthralled by at the edge of your seat or anything like that. Just a very easy watch to have on in the background where you could look up every now and then and be like, oh, cool, he's talking to the macho man. I got to make a note of uh, for next year when I do my Sweaty Men in Tights marathon. Put some Young Rock on there? I should put yeah. some Run Yuck because I bet a lot of people ain't watching it. And I bet a lot of people get a kick out of seeing a Jerry Lawler or a bit like I like they would probably love that. Are shit. you familiar with the premise of the show? It's about him growing up, isn't it? It's about his, well, dad. Technically, about his dad. So right? the whole show is about The Rock is running for president in like 2032. Yes, yes, I remember. That. And yeah. he's being 
shadowed by a reporter played by Randall Park, who's the uh, probation officer in Ant-Man. That's how yes. I know him. Sure. Uh, so, and he, The Rock is just telling stories to this guy. So that's why, like, the whole show is done in flashbacks and bounces around to different periods in his life. Like, oh, on today's episode, it's he's a kid and they're living in Hawaii while Rocky Johnson's working uh, for Leah Mayavia's outfit there. Oh, now they're over in Pennsylvania because he's working the scene over there. Now he's in Memphis. You know, they're, they're moving. Oh, now he's at Miami University. Now he's in the CFL. So it bounces around like that. But the whole premise, and I guarantee The Rock doesn't do stuff just for the sake of doing it. He's got to be planning a presidential run, and he's just laying the fucking seeds right now. Hey, he's, he's mentioned it. I don't see why not. It's, <laughs> stranger things have happened. Like they even in 10 years, The Rock is president. Is that the craziest thing you heard? They no. even dropped a thing on an episode a couple weeks ago where he's like out of college, and he's sitting on the couch with his family, and his little cousin's like punching him, like trying to beat him up a little bit. And he yells, he goes, acknowledge me. Oh, and the yeah, Rock goes, I, I oh, that's it. my little cousin, Joe. Yes. And like, <laughs> but then The Rock like cuts him off like in the show. He goes, oh, no, little man, we can't we can't fight now. That, that match is only big enough for WrestleMania. So it's yes. like, yo, is he coming to WrestleMania next year to fight Roman Reigns? That is, that, that's been the rumor for years. Yeah. It's been Brock this year and it's supposed to be Rock because it's in Hollywood next year. Oh. It's supposed to be The Rock against Roman Reigns. So it's like... If if you were booking that match, do you have Roman Reigns keep that belt until then? Why not? <clears throat> I just because I feel he could lose the belt and win it back, and it wouldn't matter either I way. I think right it now doesn't... If they have Roman in God mode. He is in God mode, but I feel like someone yeah. should beat him to get that rub. But at that point, see, I don't know because now if he lost tomorrow, there's still ten yeah, months whole to year, build yeah. up. The Rock, you know, that's what but, I mean. But here's the thing: is it's been 300 days, I think, like something like that. Like he's had the belt for a while now, almost a year, yeah, straight. But before that, killing he's, people, he'd also he's also had the belt before that and really did nothing with it. It's not like he no, had very memorable first... matches or title runs or whatever. At that point, why wouldn't you just keep it on him? I and agree. just like, just at this point, he's beaten everybody. You use the next year to build up someone else someone. who will take him after next year's WrestleMania. But like up until this point, just let him rock pun not intended. Let yes. him rock through next WrestleMania and beat the rock. You know, the, this is the rocks Hogan moment. Now he, whereas Hogan came in at 18 to put over the rock. This is the rocks chance to come and put over Roman. Yeah. All right. That's the big rumor. That's what they've talked about. You know, obviously things change. Shit happens. You know, the yeah. Rock could get some crazy movie that he needs to do. You know, who knows? But uh, you know, I don't know, I'm interested in going to WrestleMania just because it's in California. I was like, oh, I could go to California. Maybe I'll go to Disneyland. You know? Yeah, you and everybody else, of course. But I'm well. I mean, I'm not going. These people go to wrestling all day. I mean, obviously it'll be crowded. But I feel when these people travel, my goodness. I saw people going to, to 10 shows last WrestleMania. That's a lot of I saw some of that bro. this year at WrestleCon where I was talking That's to people crazy. and they'd be like, oh, we got tickets to uh, DCW and we got tickets Everything. to the High Spot show and we got tickets to this guy's stand-up shows comedy at show. at midnight. Yep. It's like, whoa, after I think TNA or Impact or whatever, <laughs> they ran like a midnight 
crazy like, like out of the multiverse show type thing like there's like and so that was at like midnight like, like i went out to grab a pizza and heath was just getting back to the building to like start to come to work that's crazy <laughs> but that's like, these people they love their wrestling i get it you flew out there you're gonna take advantage i get yeah. it but my goodness you should do I, some other things too i give a lot of credit to you know as much as i i guess shit on wrestling nowadays or trivialize it and what it meant to me but I, I give a lot of credit to the fans now who support all this stuff and allow allow these things to actually be able to take place and be profitable so people can do them. You know, I was just having a conversation with uh, some wrestling friends the other day and all like we've kind of grown out of it. You know, we sure. did it and we loved it and we got into it and wanted to do more and whatever else. But I, I said, I go, you know what? Like we can sit here and say, I don't like it. I don't watch it, which is fine. Yes. But don't take away from the fact that right now in 2022 there are more people being able to make a living off the, the wrestling business yeah. than there ever was any of the times where we were falling down every weekend yeah the ratings yeah. might not look good but it, wrestling never been hotter bro this it's been is, and that, that's what confuses crazy. me because it feels Whenever you look at ratings, it looks like no, just nobody's watching it. But it's just no one's watching anything. It's like, it, well, and it, that's the thing is, no one's, what is like Raw still like number one some nights? AEW is number one in cable. You know, some I nights. just think it's for people like you and I who are of a certain age, which hurts to say, but it's the truth. We're of a it certain is. age where we have vivid memories of the Attitude Era and the NWO, where that was part of our everyday life. Like seven points of. <laughs> Not even that. It was the just the feeling. Insane, though. It was the feeling of like getting on the bus to school and waiting to see sure. your friend, so you could be like, "Talk about, yo, did you see what happened last night? Did can you believe they did this? Or can you believe this person did this? Did you see that move? Did you see that promo? Did you see uh, Sable? You know what I mean? Like it was whatever it was. And wrestling was one of those things that when I was in high school, like. Wrestling went from being very uncool at the beginning of my high school run to being the biggest thing in the world by the time I was a senior. And I was I kind of became the wrestling kid, the guy who made it cool because I was very cool. Um, So, like, I feel like I kind of made it cool within my school and like people gave a shit. People wore T-shirts. People had conversations. I don't really see a lot of wrestling t-shirts out in the public. You know, and I'll go to places like a Disney World or something often enough where you get a very big litmus sample of people coming in from all around different areas. You know, it's it's not like going to my local shopping mall and just seeing what people are wearing in and outside of Spencer Gifts. Like Disney World is a, is a very large sample of people and I feel like I don't oh. see a lot of wrestling shirts or anything. You say that I I agree. I when you say it, I'm like, you know, I really don't see wrestling shirts. And this shirts a hot topic, and this place and that place, like they're easily accessible. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's very true. I don't really see a lot of wrestling. Like shirts. you couldn't go anywhere without seeing it. Like you couldn't go to the mall and not see an NWO T-shirt. You couldn't go to the mall and not see Austin three sixteen. No, or Degeneration X, or you go to any 100%. any specialty T-shirt shop. You know, we say now like you get wrestling shirts in Hot Topic. That was like unheard of. No, it's crazy. You got to fucking order fucking wrestling shirts, and when yeah. you go to the show, you get a wrestling shirt. 
Yeah, it was the best. You get the catalog. You had to order from the yeah, catalog, yeah, yeah. bro. Shopzone.com. It's like, oh, when they had that website, it was the best. Like, oh, I can order this now online? Oh, man, we're so old. We had to but, order from yeah. magazines and yeah. send it in. <laughs> I always love when I see people post photos of the old wrestling catalogs or like the insert uh, catalog pages yeah. from the WWF magazine. Love because it. especially because now this is how old I am. Like the, they used to open up to the middle of the magazine, they'd have the little catalog insert, and it would be like 20 guys all modeling their t shirts. Uh-huh. So it'd be Captain Lou Albano next to the British Bulldogs, next to Jake the Snake Roberts, next to fucking Dirty Dick Slater. Like, like <laughs> what, what a fucking sampling you had to select from. It was just dynamite. <laughs> it's true. Oh man, old, 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 old. It's crazy. But yeah, wrestling now, wrestling's hot, but uh, at the same time, it seems like it's not. It's true, but I don't know. The thing is, like you said, like no one watches anything. Like, what is hot? Like, you know, like I always hear like little kid stuff, you know, obviously, like, oh, they're the Coco Melon toys or whatever. Like, that's the kind of shit I don't hear about, like, what like teenagers or like that, that first growing demographic, like, what are they into anymore? There's no more like. Attitude Era Wrestling or South Park. Remember, like all those fucking South Park shirts and dolls. And, like you couldn't fucking keep Cartman dolls on the fucking shelf. No, you could not. I'm trying to think. What do? So I don't have. I have a lot of young kids in my life. I don't have a lot of like tween or teen. I wonder what is like a twelve year old watching. Right? I gotta see. I gotta see what ages all these kids are. Because I'm very curious. What is that preteen? What is their hot spot? What What's their shit? Like I, re- I really don't know. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't. T- it's probably some YouTube channel, right? That we just don't know about. It, it could be. I mean, maybe it is. I know there are people, and I didn't realize people do this. Like, I go to YouTube when I'm looking for something kind of in particular. Of course. Like I have something in my head Urch. where I'm like, exactly. Or like I'm like, oh, I wonder if I just want to hear that one song. As like maybe I'll just yes, be in the car 100%. and I'm like, I want to hear that one song. Mm-hmm. Or I'd be like, oh, what was that match where this happened in wrestling? And I looked that up. Or, oh, you know what? I wonder if there's any kind of covers of this song out there. Like, But I have something in my head that I'm actively looking 100%. for. But there are so many people that I've become open to who I f- find watch YouTube as if it's their regular TV. And I've never – like that didn't occur to me that it was a thing that people did. Well, that's what Shiloh does. She's little, and that's her TV. She just goes on well, her channels. I mean, I can understand it for kids. Like you just yeah, put, that's like, they, so that you I put get. on like if they're watching a, a a blind box unboxing toy video, and then they just click on the next and, one, and they just click on the next one, or it auto plays into the next one. You like, just never get out of that habit. But I, guess I mean, like just, adults who who adults do like who I, I work with now, and they just like, oh yeah, I just watch YouTube all day, man. And I'm like, just really, yeah. Like, What's that mean? Maybe we're Maybe she's not. That's just what everyone does. We're the crazy ones. Well, I'll tell you what. Now, recently, and I want to say recently being the past couple of months, I'll go on YouTube and it'll give me suggested videos. Obviously, it does the same thing for everyone. Sure. But I'll get like these sports videos and it'll be like, oh, here's the beef between Charles Barkley and Scottie Pippen. I'll be like, oh, shit, I want to know about this. What's this going on? By the time it's over. I just watched a 11 minute video on why Charles, Sir Charles and Scottie Pippen hate each other. And then it goes, if you like that, 
you may Check like this. Yeah. yeah, you may like this video about Larry Johnson, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, I, I love Larry Johnson. I, I want to know about Grandma Ma, like <laughs> you know. And then like, so that's been happening to me a lot. Where like, there are a lot of content creators out there putting together like these these short little sports, I guess, documentary or infomercials. But like, I don't even know what you would call it. But they're you know researched videos and scripted and written out and just thrown out there and kind of well some of them are well done some of them are not um in fact some of the ones that are more popular are some of the most boring ones to me there's a guy named john boyce who does like very intricately researched articles where the information i shouldn't say articles videos but the the information in these videos are great like he did a whole history of the seattle mariners He's in the process of doing like this retrospective on Dave, Dave Steeb, who was a pitcher for the Blue Jays, one of the top pitchers of the 80s. And he kept flirting with a no hitter, flirting with a no hitter, but could never finish the job. Finally, he did. But he did like a whole series of videos about Dave Steeb. And I'm like, I want to watch this. Like, I remember Dave Steeb. But like his presentation is so boring and his performance is so boring. And it's like, I don't care how well-researched your stuff is. I can't sit through it like that. Some people just, yeah, they're just all about that. Uh, hey, I got the info. That's it. Just what people want. They just want the information straightforward. I don't know. I need a little pizzazz to it, bro. Yeah, I I, I, I do. You know, it, it is show I'll business. At the end of the I'll, day, it's show business, right? You, you got a video. If not, I'll just read a fucking history book, bro. Exactly. <laughs> I The way he presents his information legitimately I would rather it be just like a nice, heavily detailed article on, I don't know, The Ringer or Deadspin or whatever. And I would go read it there. Like, that's how I would prefer to consume that type of content. But I guess maybe he knows if he writes it, no one's going to read it. Maybe this is the way. Maybe. I'm saying for me personally, though, his his presentation loses me. So rather than. I get it. Yeah. What I'm saying is we we're the weirdos because we don't watch videos. We we want to read an article. Most people, because yeah. this is what they keep switching there, right? Every content place is always video, video, video. So we're the weirdos, it appears. So maybe this guy is like, I just know if I just give this information out straightforward, this is just all they want. They don't want no pizzazz. They just want it. Instead of reading the article, they want it read to them. I don't know. Maybe yeah, this is a I thing. Guess. You know, but like even even if you do, you're a guy who does books on tape, right? Yes. You do audio yes. books. Yes. When when the person reading it to you, they still have to be no, engaging yes. in a 100%. manner to keep you into that book. Hundred percent. Nowadays, it's crazy because they'll do like uh, different actors for different voices. I was gonna say there was the thing where they're yeah. like celebrity actors were getting hired to read certain books. Yes, that's cool. I like that. Like Dexter read uh, Pet Cemetery, like that was good. Shit like that. I read uh, John C. Riley did One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I thought that was great. So like that's cool. But nowadays, instead of getting John C. Riley, they'll get John C. Riley to play someone. They'll get Chris Evans to play someone. Oh. They'll get like four or five. So actors. it's almost like a table read. And so it's like. Yes, it's more like a movie kind of show. You're listening like an old serial. Like I was, was going to say, it sounds like an old radio serial. <laughs> yes, so like an old serial that you would listen to Batman and the Lone Rangers coming. Tune yeah, in tomorrow. War of the Worlds. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. 
But I, I don't need all that. I mean, that's cool. I'll take it. But I just like when it's a nice young lady and she, you know, just, you know, Bobby talks like this and Jimmy yeah. talks like this. As long as you just give me a little something. A little variation. Yes. I heard this. I've never read them because they're kind of boring. But I love the movies. Lord of the Rings, right? There's a new audio book version where Andy Serkis is doing it. He plays Gollum in the movie, so he does his Gollum voice, but he's also doing voices for everyone because that's what he does. So he's reading this and just fully just really getting into it, and it really got me interested to try to read these books. But like I said, there's a lot in these books that (laughs) thankfully didn't make the movies. These are very big books. They're intimidating yes, books. They're huge. They're like 700 pages, and there's a lot of nothing. It's very, bo- I felt they were boring. I read the first book, and it was, I was like, this is boring. Like, I get it. Because they're walking. The story is about them walking from one place to another. So, in a book form, there's a lot of nothing going on. So, like, what's the deal? They're just trying to get their steps in. They're doing like a walking challenge or something. They got to bring the ring because lord of the rings they okay bring the one ring that rules the wall that rules them all obviously yeah they gotta bring it from here all the way to here so let's say we're in new york we gotta go like the fucking texas walking like it's far like it's Long all the walk, way on the, yeah it's far to throw the ring and destroy it, it has to be destroyed mm. and that's it and they pick the hobbits because they're small and they can hide you know you can't really mm-hmm, see them mm-hmm. You can't really fly because there's a giant eye that sees everything. Oh, oh it's very good. It's good. I think you would like I've, it. I've never even watched the movies. I'm very yes. I think you unknowledgeable would like about Lord of the Rings. I may have to really. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll make that a summer project where Joe watches Lord of the Rings. Let's go. I'm always down. It's been about ten years. I try to watch things every ten years or stuff like that. They're great though. You got to watch the director's cut. It's gonna be long. Got to watch the extended mm-hmm. versions. So it's like fucking three, four hours for a movie. So <laughs> be prepared, bro. Yeah, I mean, if that Batman movie, I that's something I'm, I'm happy to have a HBO back because now I can watch Batman in the comfort of my own home and see by pausing how it. The, yeah, see how that <laughs> viewing experience affects my enjoyment of it. Because that was sure. that was that was my real complaint with Batman is like just so fucking long. But here's the, this is what I love is the people that binge that that show in one day, eight episodes, but they won't watch that three-hour movie. That's too much. That three-hour movie is crazy. But I watch all eight episodes of that Netflix show that dropped. But, but the thing is, at least with a bingeable television show, you have built-in breaks where it's like it's saying, okay, this is where you pause it. This is where you go take your whiz. This is where you order your Uber Eats. You know, this is... You know, this is where you take your dog for a walk. This is where you go to the store and pick up those vegetables for dinner tonight. You know, with Batman, I mean, three hours is a long time. And and no one, I don't think anybody really wants to get up and have to interrupt a continuous movie. You know, it's no, not like no. we have those uh, mid-episode breaks and stuff. But there's something different about the commitment to a movie than a commitment to a few episodes of TV. A few episodes of TV is a bigger commitment. That's eight hours. You just got to watch a two-hour movie, bro. But two it, hours, you're done. But, but it's not eight hours. It's, it's you know, eight hours broken up into bits. So realistically, it could be 10 hours. But Why the 10 break hours... Up, break up that movie. You sitting at home. 
but there's something different about doing it. Like there, there is a different I, I mindset Listen, that goes I, along. I, with I, it. I get it. I just don't, you know. TV's a, a bigger commitment, and people just be banging out shows like crazy. But you know, they get crazy when the movie's two and a half hours. It's just sometimes it's okay. Not every movie needs to be two and a half hours. Trust me. No, definitely yeah. not. But I mean, you know, that last half hour of Batman is very important to the movie. Like it, it's very important. It's where he realizes that he needs to change his ways. Realistically, I think Batman is a movie I'm going to like a lot more the second time around and be able to really enjoy Detective Boy Batman. I hope be- so, because I love it. I can't wait to rewatch it. Because been- I'm like waiting, like, I want to see him dance. I want to see him have shark repellent. Well, that's the problem, yes. But I want to see him take a that. break and say, you know, put insert second VHS tape now. Well, they should do that. I wonder if they... They should do that. Put it on VHS, two VHS set. <laughs> Come you know, in. It's, it's funny. Um, the the major pod guys for their FWF wrestling shows that they've done so far, they've released v- limited VHS copies of them. Love they've done it. like I don't know, hundred copies or whatever it is. Some People some number. It. It's a great collectible, even if you don't open it. It's because a cool v- VHS is like around. a big thing to collect now. It is. Yes, I know. I, I you know I've even seen people. There's like a grading company. That will do, you know, clamshell, not clamshell, but like uh, whatever, like the baseball card slabbing, they'll do slabs for VHS tapes now. Jesus. I, I like to go to thrift shops and I pick up some VHSs that I use for things that I dub. I still use VHS for stuff. And uh, I better not be finding out. I go to this thrift store and I got to pay extra because there's some jerk offs over here starting to collect Fucking well, old. it's it's like a big thing now. People are trying to get certain versions of the VHS tapes, um, trying to find them sealed. You know, all this. It's because I like getting... to, I like to collect the VHS tapes that are different colors. So if I if there's an orange cassette in there or a blue one, I'll buy like the it. actual the cassette yes. itself or the yes. or the clamshell no, or the, the cassette, the cassette itself. itself. Yes. Yeah. So like I collect those. Sons of bitches, bro. Don't be ruining my good time. I need those for future <laughs> projects. It's unacceptable. I want to say, I remember being a kid. I think we got like some Sesame Street tape or something for Christmas one year. And it was like, you know, Christmas on Sesame Street, you know. And I remember it opened with them doing an ice skating scene all to all set to Feliz Navidad, which was wonderful. But uh, I, I want to say that that tape was green. It was yeah, like a that- green plastic cassette. And I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, it was like when you Rugrats. Yeah, like when whenever you get like the also like when Legend of Zelda two came out, I got like the gold cartridge. I was like, holy shit, like it's on. You're not expecting. I expecting a regular thing. So you open that VHS, you're like, yo, this shit is white. Sometimes it's so that shit looks hot when it's a white thing like that. I love that shit. Or even if it's like some company like you order from regularly, and then all of a sudden they just change their boxes, and they're like, oh, this place is getting fucking fancy now. Yeah, we love that, except when the Simpsons changed their DVDs to the fucking heads. Oh, my God. Remember that? <laughs> when all of what, a sudden. Was that, that was that season, season six? It was like they season put it in seven, the Homer eight. head? Yeah, it was like, so we've had like tons of ep seasons of nice uniform boxes. And now we got a fucking Homer head and then yeah. a Marge and head. The, and then, and then it was head. like, if you wanted the regular box, you had yes, to like I have it. Because everyone was like, how dare you do this? You've ruined yeah. our fucking display. 
You had to fill and you out had a to form. Send, you had to fill out a form, and they'd have to mail you a completely folded box imitating the one so it would fit in line so with the rest in. of the ones that you already had. Yeah. So fucking fun. I, I got, forgot I all about that. Did so the Simpsons what? ever finish putting them out on DVD? That's a good thing. Probably not because I, I don't doubt, think so. I doubt these last, you know, 10 seasons have made it. I would say it's even more because they're on they're on 32, season. I think. Exactly. I honestly and now granted I haven't paid attention to sure. this in a long time, but like May, I, I remember maybe getting up to like 15 or 20. I think at one point, didn't they jump ahead to do like season 20 or season 20? They did season oh. 25 out of order or something because it was like such a big deal that it was like, oh, we got to get this out now. I feel once once things went on streaming, like people don't really they don't put out DVDs like that. I, I, no. I hear a lot of people complain that like, Oh, I wish they would put this out on DVD. It's not on, on DVD. So yeah, Simpsons definitely ain't never finished and they never will. Although they no, should. I, I remember uh, one of the other really great long running shows that we know who's the boss. Uh, eight seasons. Uh, I believe only two yeah. got to DVD. I remember this because someone was buying someone DVDs and I was like, oh, but we can't finish the collection. It was very sad when we found out. Did I buy that for you? I thought I bought it for you. No, I think it was the other way around. I think I bought it for you. Okay. Because I never had it. I never had who's the boss on DVD. So, yes, I do have it. So, I thought we both bought it for each other. Okay. And then I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I was like, wait, they they don't make it. So like, I, I one think season. I want to say it had to be like your birthday or something, and it must have just came out like season sure. one. So I was like, "Oh man, Gomez is gonna love this." I did, and then they <laughs> they just never they never put out another one. That's right, <laughs> bastards! Oh, my collection is is un- incomplete. It's like the Backstreet Boys, incomplete. <laughs> Great song. Oh goodness! So uh, you watch anything else, Joe? Because I didn't really watch nothing. I watched a couple things. I watched Harold and Kumar go to White Castle on 420, so that was fun. Oh, that, that's a nice touch. I haven't seen that for a while, so I was like, "Oh, let's watch this silly movie." Still funny. Um, I remember the other ones didn't they didn't really hold up, right? Two and three weren't really good. To be honest, as much as I love that first one. You know, and I've watched that first one a hundred times, oh, and it is still funny to me every fucking funny. time. It was still, we were still cracking up. Uh, I've never seen the other two. I think I want to say three is fucking hot garbage. Guantanamo Bay, one. That's that's garbage. that's number three, or is I thought Guantanamo Bay might be number two, and then there's like Harold and Kumar Christmas or something. Oh, there is a Christmas. Yes, there is a Christmas one. Okay. So then I don't remember. I think they're not very good. <laughs> I mean, the first one, though, what a gem. Classic. All time classic, bro. Unexpe- so good. An unexpected Unexpected. Gem. Who fucking saw that coming? Now, I remember you and I, we actually saw this in theaters sneak for like preview. a sneak preview. Sneak preview. And when we were going there, I'll never forget this. Never. So we were. it was a group of us had these passes to get in. We're waiting outside the theater. The theater was being used normally yes. for a very emotional movie that was out at the time. And we're sitting there making dick and fart jokes as all <laughs> these people start leaving their screening in tears, 
full on sobbing as Gomez and I and our buddies are sitting there just talking about dicks and whatever it else, whatever else it was that we talked about at the time. And we're laughing and joking. And these people are so sad. You thought everybody's mom just died in this one theater. It was like that. (laughs) Come to find out the movie that let out right before Harold and Kumar go to White Castle was The Notebook. (laughs) So it's very understandable. Very emotional movie. I remember being online and there were these old people in front of us and we were like, are they on the right line? They can't can't be going to see Harold and Kumar. And they did and they loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Because that would be us. Why wouldn't we want to go see Harold and Kumar? Gomez, one day... You and I will both be old and we'll want to go see Harold and Kumar. <laughs> so I suggest we rent out a movie theater. Let's let's you know what? For my my 52nd birthday. Oh, okay. That's that gives me something, it gives me an incentive to live longer. You got for. it. Sure. 12 for years. my 52nd birthday, we're gonna rent out a movie theater. You got and it. do a screening of Harold and Kumar for our friends. And some of our it. listeners, because we'll still have this podcast by of then. Of course, why not? It's, just, it's not like we're doing hey, anything else. We're just sitting here talking. What do we do? It's Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm penciling it in. Holy fucking shit. Well, that's how you I know got, it's serious. I got the basketball game on. John Morant just fucking murdered someone's face with a dunk. It was Most improved fucking... player for a reason. I hate that. He... That's not who should be getting most no. improved player. He was fucking. Was he rookie of the year last year? If I don't not, think he, he was finished, rookie of the year, but he if had not, he numbers. finished second. If not, he finished second, and he brought them to the like. Forget about it. He's not most like. There's other people, but John Morant is just ba- basketball is in such good shape. It's amazing. There's so much talent all spread out. All these teams are so good. There's so many teams that didn't make the playoffs that next year they might make the playoffs who are good. You know, the Lakers, the Spurs. For me, as the casual viewer, there are a handful of highlights making their way through Twitter and TikTok and all the socials on repeat every night. Like, you got to see this dunk or you got to see this, you know, shot or whatever. So that tells me basketball is good if everyone's like, holy fuck, watch this. You know, baseball doesn't really lend itself to that, but there are some great content creators who are able to find the moments and manipulate the excitement out of them. Good. It, you know, there's a guy called Pitching Ninja. He's this who he analyzes pitching, and he's just found a way to just show these highlights of guys throwing these wicked fucking sliders, or he'll do the overlay with the same pitcher throwing a fastball and a changeup, and he'll overlay the footage or fastball and a slider. So you can see his motion is exactly the same. His release point is exactly the same. So if you're a hitter, you're watching this, the ball's releasing at the same point and you'll see the fastball come one way and the slider just dip off a fucking table, like two feet. And you look at stuff like that and you go, how the fuck does anybody hit a major league pitcher? It's It's like, you look at that and I go, okay, like, like I was a fucking stud in little league. Like what the fuck? And I I can I can do it. no I can't. I don't even know if I'd be able to get the bat off my shoulder because I don't know if I'd even be able to make out where the ball is fucking coming from. If I had to go up there and let's hit uh, Kershaw or someone, whoever Degrom, 
I would just fucking, as soon as I get up there, as soon as he takes his first step for the windup, like I'm swinging. I'm swinging the bat. Yeah. I'm just fucking swinging. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, the ball's coming soon. Swing. That's it. His arm goes up. Boom. Swinging. That, that's it, bro. There's no other shot. I have no other shot. I can't sit there, take a pitch, try to look for it. No, I just need to just fucking swing, close my eyes, hope for the best. That's like, it. The worst would be, like, and the thing is, like, a guy like that, like, they know you're going to be so over eager. Yes. So all they're going to throw ups. you, like, some Zach Granke 35-mile-an-hour change 12 up. to 6. You're going to swing nine times. It's going to be like the Bugs Bunny cartoon. Oh, like, strike one, strike two. Out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what a good time we had today, Gomez. It was a fun episode. Having a good time. Just I had a great relax. time. I hope everyone listening had a great time. Oh, so what do you say, uh... We uh, put a bow on this. Let's wrap it up nicely, baby. It is now time for the big finish. <laughs> All right, Joe. We got a fun big finish here. Mm-mm-mm. I looked through my list. It didn't say we did this one. So it's here. It sounds like we did this one. I think we did, but whatever. The goal was, I mean, not the goal. My plan was when we hit 300, we're going to recycle some of these big finishes because we did a top three list five years ago. Yeah. Let's see. We won't our even remember. May have, our taste may have changed. And plus part two, we probably don't even remember it. No, because on our second episode, one of the first big finishes we did was New Kids on the Block song. We might know exactly the same because we might feel the same way, but we might have woken up today and thought... And just feeling something in your heart. different. Exactly. So that was the plan. So I have a list of them to look. And I didn't see this one, but maybe I missed it, wrote something wrong. But today's big finish, top three Britney Spears songs. We have to have done this. We have to have done this. Right, we have to, but I feel like that we did this recently too. Recently, like within the last year, really. I yeah. have to check. I mean, I could pull something else out if you want me to, but I don't, I just I didn't have it on the list. Well, I gotta double check. I say, just to be safe, we do this right now. <laughs> we do it right now. We, we do the Britney Spears right now. We, right we now. don't, we, we don't do it ever. I mean, we we do it five years from now again. Sure, this but is we, it. We, we don't do it again. It we doesn't don't get change thrown it. into the. T- well, yes, yeah. I was gonna do like the first like two hundred. I wasn't gonna do the last three hundred, like like yeah, one fifty yeah, yeah. something like that. You know, but I don't want you know. It's stuff. like you ever go to the store and you want to buy a scratch off ticket, but the guy gives you the wrong ticket, yes. and now you're like, oh, I, I didn't really want this it. ticket. No, but you gotta like, take it. Yeah, like that's what I feel this Britney Spears is. The Britney Spears is the scratch off ticket today. (laughs) We got to do it. All right, so we're doing it. Here we go, Joe. Top three Britney Spears. Uh, Toxic. I mean, of course, that's on the list. Would it be number one? Maybe. It might be. Most likely. Toxic to me is number one. That or I love uh, If You Seek Amy. Really? Yeah, Interesting. that's a newer one. So I didn't think something so not re- oh, that's not even newer, but it's one of her later albums, is what I I mean to say. Uh, I'm a big fan of Break the Ice. I love that song. Um, so Break the Ice, Toxic, yeah, maybe Give Me More. 
or sometimes I run, right? One of those early, early ones. I, I really like work, bitch. I don't really it's think so that funny. would be that would be one of you know i don't know about top three but i really like it and it's in my head womanizer of course drive me crazy i think that would be hmm because i do love sometimes so let me see so do give give me more toxic what i got, got it what you got baby till the world ends You're that so one funny. was awesome so funny so Sometimes or drive myself crazy. I'll do drive myself crazy, but sometimes is that number four honorable mention there. I mean, I've got a couple. I, three was a good one because three would get in one, two, three. I love Not three. only you and me. That one was great. Uh, Break the Ice was actually my ringtone at one point. Like That's on my list. I love it. You know, that was a good one. Um, she's the, and She does a cover of Madonna's uh, Burning Up. Oh, and really? it is very, very good. Interesting. I'm going to check that out there. Mm. So if anyone is out there listening and wants to keep tabs, wants to go through all the old episodes and kind of catalog the, the big finishes that we've done in the past, feel free and let us know that we've already done this before if we have or if not or whatever. And uh, there we go. If, if In case you did wonder, Britney Spears, best songs right there the best all right joe hit him with them plugs thank you guys for listening this week what a fun i really did have a really good time today and this you know that just warms the cackles of my heart maybe not the cackles maybe <laughs> the sub cackles maybe sub. in the liver maybe in the kidneys oh, we don't know but uh, remember to make sure you're subscribed to this podcast wherever it is that you listen to it. Leave a five-star review. Remember, if you do leave a review and screenshot it, tweet it to us at Jomez for the chance to win an autographed 8x10 from both Gomez and myself. Otherwise, you can follow us all over the social media at Jomez. You can follow my stuff at The Joe Shoes. The Gomez154 Instagram and Twitter. Remember to check out my YouTube, youtube.com slash Joe Shoes. Make sure you're subscribed to that. Check out some videos. Like I said, I'll have a lot of new content coming in the upcoming days, weeks, months, and years. Otherwise, Gomez, we'll, we'll be, be back, back next week. Next week. Usual with what? nonsense. We got yeah. nothing. Uh, uh, maybe we should not talk quite... about Moon Knight. Like, we haven't talked about that. We haven't I, still, I haven't about... watched it in two weeks, so I got to catch up. Have you been watching? Uh, I'm not all caught up. So but maybe we'll I, talk I will about be. that next week. Other than that, the I, usual is, is strange next week or the week after. Strange is the six, so we it's the next. So week. it'll be not yeah, this one. We, next week we'll be talking. We about try it. to give you at least like almost a full week to watch it before we go and spoil everything for you. Yeah. So this weekend is nothing. I don't think. Well, may, maybe I'll week. finally get out to the movies and have the old popping corn. And I've been trying. I've been trying, but it's just life is busy. But there's like four movies that I, I am interested in in seeing at the movies. So yeah, there's some stuff out there that is definitely oh, worth a you know watch. What's, you know what's out? I think on uh, VOD is that uh, Uncharted movie. Oh. Because that's something I was interested but I wasn't running to go see. Like, I yeah, like I, I wasn't feeling it. You know, so I might see that. We'll see. I'll watch some stuff this week. We'll have there's, stuff, there's always stuff to talk about. And even when there's not, we'll find something. Because that's what we do. That's why we are the professionals. That's right, baby. So until next week, 
That's Amore, cowboy. Peace. One, two, one, two.